Good evening, waifus and husbandos. Welcome back to another edition of the Waifu Cast. Waifu Cast. Once again, we are coming back to you from our studio apartment. Waifu Dio. I'm Orifice. This here, who was just talking, is Luna Kage. That's me. And then we are also with our other host, Ryusuke. It's your boy. He did the hat turn for y'all. I you did. can't see it, though. So, uh... I heard it. We're gonna get started with the uh, what we've been up to. So, I haven't been up to a ton. There was some music for you. I haven't been up to a ton this past <laughs> week, honestly. Um, actually, you know... Now that it occurs to me, we didn't do an episode for you the week before. I guess I could talk about that too. Oh yeah, I'm um, two weeks worth of shit. Man, it has been a busy fucking October and September for me. Like there was like, I talked to you guys the last time about Stardew Valley and Golf Story, and you know I'm still playing Stardew Valley. I uh, I picked up since then. I got Oxen Free and uh, this other indie game called The Count Lucanor. But it's like a uh, Adventure, almost like a survival horror 2D game. It's okay. interesting. I haven't played too much of it, but I'm looking forward to actually playing it. Um, <clears throat> I gave Axiom Verge a, more of a shot, finally. Got around to doing that, and uh, it's definitely a great fucking Metroid-esque game. To be honest with you, I would have to go as far as to say that it's probably the best 2D Metroid game to come out since Metroid Fusion. I mean, obviously, it's not a Metroid game, but right, right. for all intents and purposes, it is. Okay. Um, I mean, it tries really hard to be, anywho. Um, I got Fire Emblem Warriors, and this is definitely one of the things I plan on talking most about. But before that, I want to take uh, some time to talk about something a little different for the podcast, and we don't usually go over, but it's interesting to me. Okay. I want to talk about Mr. Robot. It's a television show on okay. TV. All right. Now... For viewers, I'm going to spoil some stuff. Sorry. Uh, I, I, I'll probably put a uh, timestamp in the video if you want to skip this section. So I'll give you an ability to do that. But you've been warned. Now, Mr. for you guys, since I know you don't watch it, Mr. Robot is a show about a hacker group. Specifically, one of them, the members who leads it. His name is Elliot. and uh, He's a robot? No, he's not a robot, oh. but he has a... Uh, he has a second personality. So he's schizophrenic? No, uh, that's not the one. It's actually, uh, I forget, what is it dissociative identity disorder? Yeah, it's what the DID. What that? Split personality. You have an entirely different... D- DID. It's like CID, except there's no involved. It's dissociative <laughs> identity disorder. I mean, it just means that they're like, you literally have to... <laughs> okay, all right. From what I understand of it, the other, like the personalities operate independently of each other in the sense that like when Elliot is in control and in awareness like he's in control but when he's not he's not aware of what's going on in his body with the other person in control you know what I'm saying so like he's how does well, that differ from schizophrenia then schizophrenia is not that at all no? like, you just have a fundamental understanding misunderstanding of what schizophrenia oh, is do I? yes okay Schizophrenia manifests more in like hallucinations and stuff than really like there's no split personality involvement. At I all. Live Why do they always like make it seem like it is that? Though? Back when because I was jumping from stupid. house to house and shit, when I was like in the homeless era, as I like call it, um, I lived with somebody whose mom was schizophrenic, 
and uh, she had paranoid schizophrenia, and uh, I got kicked out because she thought I was trying to poison the milk. Wow. Oh man, yeah. Um, oh shit. Yeah, I know about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's brutal. Like I remember, it was a couple days before I ended up getting kicked out. Like she was acting really weird towards me. She was saying like, she was telling me about how her her sons were like, she was all they had and stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> she thought you were trying to poison the milk. Huh? <laughs> I was trying to poison her milk. Well, in this show. It's okay. So like, Elliot is a hacker. He's really computer savvy. He, uh, but his split personality is even more so computer savvy and more devious. But he, uh, they basically construct a plan to attack the company that holds like I think it's like seventy percent of the world's debt. Like they control it. Okay. So they decide to erase that debt through hacking and whatnot. A big elaborate scheme. They succeed. That'd be awesome. <laughs> They succeed. Of it's course, not I'd be awesome. part of the thirty percent. That's the first season. The second season explores the implications of that. Like, is the as soon as that all goes, m- there's not enough cash in existence for people to go and empty their bank accounts, right? But you've now erased all of the bank assets. You've erased all of the the digital money, all of everything. So uh, there, there's no money for anybody to spend. So nobody can spend any money. Um, See, this is why I always, like, take all of my money out the day that it gets direct deposited. And, um... Use a mattress house, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man, because, like, they deal directly with how that... Like, uh, there's a couple of scenes in the show where you'll, like, see somebody just casually go to order some food or whatever, mm-hmm. and it'll be like, here, you're, here's your sandwich and your drink, and it's, like, $22. Jesus. Because money's just like everything's so much more expensive, and they talk about how uh, e-coin and Bitcoin and all these other digital currencies are the way that they like are gonna try to like fund things going forward. But the show is, from an artistic standpoint, absolutely fucking incredible. It every single shot, every single detail of the show is like meticulously planned. Everything about it is, I don't want to say orchestrated, but pretty much orchestrated. And the way that it plays out, the way that it... Because, like, the whole first season, you're not aware that he has a split personality. You you see him, and you see his other personality as two separate characters, played by two different actors. Really? Yeah, but it's it, the way that it's done, though, is, like, when Elliot is the one who's in control... He will be in the, the the foreground. He'll be in focus. He'll be the but when he when, and you, but you'll see Mr. Robot, who is his other personality. You'll see them in the shot. He'll just be in yeah. He'll just be in kind of in the background. Okay. Um, it's not really in. That's the point is that he doesn't really physically exist. Right. Well, I, mean, I understand. So they that. call him Mr. Robot just as a way of identifying him separate from Elliot. Okay. And so like when Elliot. Loses control to Mr. Robot, Elliot will kind of like step to the background and Mr. Robot will come out from wherever he was and start talking. So, like, they visually show you that they're the same person, just it's okay. not made apparent or explicit until the end of the first season. And uh, they, it uses a lot of misdirection like that. And uh, every twist that the show has is something that is, you, you could figure it out from what you're given before it. And I really like that. It's uh, man, but it's also like really dark. It's a, uh, it's almost like tech noir. 
mean, I really like Noir. I'm, I'm a little upset now. Why? Because it's not something I want to watch. You just ruined the whole thing. Well, dude, I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the one twist that I did ruin is the first seasons where he's got a split personality, yeah. but... That's like literally the tip of the iceberg. Okay. Watch that shit. Okay. Honestly, it, it there it's in its third season on TV right now. Okay. And the second season isn't bo- it, it. Nothing I just said would really spoil the okay. second season. All right. All right. Um, watch that shit. Um, Dumbledore dies. <laughs> so moving on from that, uh, fire memorials. <laughs> Dumbledore is a fucking. I don't like Harry Potter. Dingleberry. I think Harry Potter's overrated, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real mages use uh, staffs. Not, real mages uh, call themselves not mages, mag- not wizards. Yeah. Not yeah. Wizards. yeah. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. think we can all agree there. No. <laughs> okay. um, no one wants to see those fucking little half flaccid. Who uses a wand like, too? Fuck you! Yeah, can't grimoire. You can't hit something a with a wand. Yeah. Jewel magic, nigga, do something. I'm saying, get a carry a. I would rather you have a tome in your hand than yeah. a fucking wand. Yeah. You hit me with your stick, I'll snap yeah. that bitch in half, you. Little... <laughs> All right. Anyways, <laughs> getting, getting real hated on now, Harry Potter. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors. I like it. I don't like Warriors <gasps> games at all. Yeah. I think they're garbage. Mm-hmm. Is it actually good? Is it actually it, that hot shit? I think it, it, as far as Warriors like us, like licensed versions of the games, I think it's the best licensed version. I think it's the best like adaptation of the series it's licensing, like because you, you have permadeath in it. Yeah. So if a character dies, you you lose them. Mm-hmm. You have, you control your, your units and things like that. There's definitely just more depth to it. The weapons triangle matters. Oh, Stuff like that. I, I think that that's neat. Okay. I mean, it's definitely still a Warriors game, but there's definitely more there than just the combat that's worth seeing. Okay. It's not just a, a skin of a Warriors game. It's Fire Emblem Warriors. It's it, it really, truly is a halfway point between both those series. You're not doing tactical combat in the traditional sense, but you do have tactical control over your army <clears throat> and you like i said permadeath all that shit that kind of stuff's cool like they never that's i mean like because you have to figure there's like oh there's four or five heroes on a map or whatever and you're not in direct control of all of them and if any of them die while you're not in direct control of them they die you know what i mean so you yeah. have to be able to balance that i feel like it's just that added layer of things is going to make it you know, more fun, and the fact that the like Frederick, for instance, he rides his horse. Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Sully or Cordelia? Cordelia is a Pegasus knight. She they could fly. I'm fairly certain. I'm not that far, but I do know that if I, I can't imagine that if Frederick rides his horse, that she is not on. Yeah, her I'm pretty horse. sure he can. <clears throat> and it's like, um, Corin feels way different from Crom, for instance. How about Lucina? I haven't got that far. Because, like, Lucina and Crown are pretty much the same fucking Yeah. Character, except, you know, Lucina's better because tits. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't lack their own. Yeah. Lucina's I, just better because it's a like, deering character trait. I think that it's important to note that I'm not, like, I'm not intimately familiar with Warriors games, so I don't know, like, what people would typically, like, what they like or don't like about them. All I'm saying is, is that I usually can't stand the formula. And this has at least got something. <clears throat> well, well, here, here's why it. this is a shining endorsement by Derek, right? Because he's he doesn't like warriors at all. No, and he's not really a fan of Fire Emblem 
that much really either. <coughs> That's not true. You don't even play action games like that, though, do you? The who? You don't even play action games like that, though. <laughs> I like. I'm like elitist about action games. I will play Bayonetta because okay. Bayonetta is like that shit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not gonna play just any random ass action okay, game. Okay. I want. And so I that's my biggest one of my biggest things about Fire or I'm sorry, uh, Dynasty Warriors games in general is that when it comes down to action games, they're they're not that good. Yeah, their combat is it, pretty much basic as it comes. And only you. You hit something, it doesn't feel like anything. Yeah, it doesn't feel satisfying to land a hit, but this has extra depth. And, and dude, I'm saying I played Awakening and Fates for both almost 100 hours each. So I like Fire Emblem. I like those ones, though. I like what they added to those, the social aspects and stuff. Purists will tell you that they had bare-bones versions of that shit back in the older games, but I think older Fire Emblem is trash. I'm, I'm and pretty I think sure that, you've, you've changed your tune on that before, though, because, like... I remember mentioning it before, like when, I think when Fates was coming out, mentioning how I really liked Awakening, and you said you didn't really like it that much, like you couldn't get into it. I beat the shit out of that game. Pretty sure that I didn't. I don't know if I... Sw- I mean, I played the crap out of both of them. I played Awakening, that was it. I'm saying may- I I, maybe I would have... Prob- I'm pretty sure that Fates. I've had roughly the same opinion on it as that I... I played the first Fire Emblem game I played was the first one on the GBA that came here, and I didn't like that. I didn't like Sacred Stones. Yeah. I didn't give a shit about anything until Awakening, because Awakening had the social. Awakening was amazing. Yeah, it had all the social sim shit that, See, that I, mattered to I me. I didn't and care about Target. the social sim shit more so than I just cared about, like... Target. Well, I mean, Target was cool, but, like, I cared about, like, getting their affinity high because, like, you were OP once you did that. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That was, like, but that was, like, a bad thing, too, because, like, I'm, like, sitting here playing, like, nothing can hurt me. Well, I, like, I don't know, we can't really talk about Fates, because, uh, Ryusuke is gonna sit here and bitch about the Treehouse translation, which I, whatever. Okay, nigga. What? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Give me my touching mini game. Yeah. Everybody just bitches about it. I wanted to grow browns like People, uh, there's a particular individual who is in our Facebook group, not the Waifu Cast Facebook group, but a, a different one, who would tell you that the game was originally very different. Like, all the stories were kind of, like, woven into one story, and that the game we got was a product of them not being able to finish that story and fracturing it up, basically. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the truth or the... I don't uh, know. I mean, it was it was a, it was a crash, ah, cash grab, in my honest opinion. Yeah, but it's just like I don't know, man. I'm not real. Like, I the story was not terrible. I mean, I don't have any gripes with the story. I just don't like the fact that it was multiple games. You you didn't like the translation, I thought either. Oh, that too. That too. I thought we were talking about the fact that it was multiple games. Well, no, the fact that it was multiple games doesn't it. It's the fact that it was three. I could have stomached two because Conquest and Birthright definitely were like two very different approaches to a Fire Emblem game. Mm-hmm. Like Conquest was like almost more puzzle oriented in the sense that your objectives were way more varied and it was way harder. It was definitely like a if it, it, it because like Awakening kind of catered to the non fans of strategy. Like it was supposed to be kind of like my first Fire Emblem type deal. Yeah. To and uh, the, they. Conquest was designed for more hardcore Fire Emblem fans that wanted a real hardcore challenge, and Birthright was for people who liked the accessibility of Awakening. Revelation shouldn't have 
I just the fact that like that was the true story and like you had to beat both of them and like just the hoops you had to go through to get revelation was stupid I just I didn't like I didn't like that aspect of it but like realistically like I don't care that the the minute to minute translation might not have been as good in the English version as it was in its just regular Japanese form because the overall plot was good and I think the character designs in that game are some of the best that there were. Yeah, they're pretty good. Like I like uh whatever is uh, I can't remember Ryota, I think the mm. dude yeah. Ryoma? Yeah, Ryoma. His fucking design is awesome. He's one of like my favorite characters. He's kind of like a he looks like a young Jiraiya almost. It's awesome. Before his hair started and, uh, and Corrin is really cool in his design. I think Corrin's better than Robin. And, oh, like, Corrin's definitely better than Robin. Yeah. One hundred percent. He's a dragon too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like somebody fucked Noe. I just, to be honest with you, I like the classes in fucking Fates better too. You had ninjas and shit in the in Birthright. Like that's awesome. That's something that was like, that was another thing I liked about the split in the design too. That I still think it should have only been. I think that what they should have did is you you could have bought either one for forty dollars and you got the other for twenty, like they did, except for no revelations at all. Just have them. Like, because, like, I that's what I did. I I bought Birthright, and then I got Conquest for 20 bucks. And, you know, I got I was able to play both of them. Or you go to gateway.com. <laughs> we, we have Nintendo content on this channel. Uh, oh, shit, you're right, you're right, you're right. You better apologize oh, to the big end. My bad, my bad. To the big end. My uh, bad, Reggie. Yeah, Reggie about to fucking crush your head with his hands. He's, he's going to be like, I hope your body is ready. <laughs> For Reggie. <laughs> now I don't know. I, but back to Warriors after the you know the history lesson for Fire Emblem. I just I think that because Hyrule Hyrule Warriors to me I didn't even play it so obviously this is coming from just what I've seen. Mm-hmm. It was just Dynasty Warriors with a Zelda skin. There was really like nothing that set it apart mechanic. And at least with this one, they tried to take stuff from the, the parent series and incorporate it into the game. Yeah. I appreciated that. It's got to, and I'll tell you what, the storyline, the artwork and stuff like it just it, it was what I wanted. Kinda like the anime style. Yeah, it looked it looked like a really nice game. You've been on the fence. Yeah, well I'm not really like I was willing I was open, but like I'm You not, should get it, I think. I think it's a worth playing. I already told Derek that when Tarja comes out I'm giving him money for it. Yeah, I'm gonna just get the season pass probably. I'll, so I'll I'll like I'm going to watch you play some more. Maybe I'll try it out, but okay. I, I'm, I'm still on the fence. Because I was like, the smartest thing they could have done was make her, like, DLC, because she's one of the most popular female characters in the Plus series. Plus, I already talked too much shit. Yeah. <laughs> you sure did. Malalo. Malalo for it. Just buy a low key and don't tell nobody. He's just going to raise up from the grave. He's like, no, I always like, you know. I got a day one. Where did you hear Where did you hear this other shit? Suddenly you see, like, you see, like, fucking 12 episodes of ours missing on Or they just go in, there's just huge chunks of it that are just blank now. Cut myself out of every episode. That's funny. Alright, so what did you guys do these last two weeks since I talked about Oh, um, shit. Okay, uh, I went to Texas last week. That was hype. Um, he watched his first two episodes of Rick and Morty ever. Yeah, yeah. I watched Rick and Morty for the first time. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's all that needs to be said, though, because we are not going to go down that path. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm going to watch it from the beginning. But, um, fuck. I uh, played Golf Store while I was on the plane. It was fun. Um, I beat Azure Striker Gunvolt 2. I thought that was going to go. 
completely different direction. Is meat? I beat. <laughs> this could go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was surprisingly really easy. Like, yeah. way easier than the first game. The first game was really challenging in some areas, but 2 was just... I ran right through it. Yeah, you've been bitching about that all week to me. Yeah, it just it was just so hollow. Cause, but, like, one, I'm mad because there's nothing different about Gunvolt and his character and the way he plays in the new one. And it was... They should have just... If they were going to go that route, they should just give Copen like, his own, like, focused game. Because Copen is actually really tight, but all of the things are so easy that there's no... It's, like, you get all these different powers. Because Copen like, works like Mega Man, where you beat a boss and get the power. And... But there's no weakness system. Mm. Eh. So... I don't know, man. Like, to be honest with you... Uh, my experience and like my memories of Mega Man X, mm-hmm. like challenge, aren't pleasant. I've still never been able to beat Mega Man X four because that game's too hard for me. Like so, the it's fine, like the, fact that, so the final boss. Yeah, so the final boss is ignorant, and I'm with you on that. Yeah, so like the fact that you're telling me that it's easy and that I'd be able to get through it appeals to me actually. Okay. Because like. I don't know. I, I, like, those games, it's not... I'm shaking on that. I just try to go. <laughs> Dog, I'm not. I don't play games because I, I want to have, like, my ass beat all the time. I don't play like, games because I want to have fun. I do want to have fun. I, I That's remember exactly what it is. watching Derek play Gunvolt and this nigga walking places. This nigga's walking. Well, you're not wave dashing? What the fuck? Dog. What do you, you mean? You gotta learn those half A presses. What do you mean you... Please tell me somebody you, here Your 3DS shoulder button isn't out from dashing constantly. No one? No what? one knows the half-A press reference? Half-A? We, we got some shit to watch. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. It's dumb. Well, let me tell you about how fuck you, first of all. <laughs> and let me... Man, you know what? Let's play some... See me in fucking Overwatch! See me in any shooter ever! Okay. I won't be one in Overwatch. And you'll get wrecked. Okay, dog. You will get wrecked. I'm gonna talk. talk. I'm gonna talk this shit. You can talk this shit. <laughs> See me in Monday night. You guys get ready because fucking or February Scrubcast comes back. Yeah, yeah. See me in any fighting game besides Smash Brothers. And you are, you, are, you, open, you open me up in so, Smash Brothers. So any fighting yeah, game. See me in any fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> See me in this Gundam versus in my backpack. <laughs> That's not a real fighting game either. It's really not. <laughs> but, um... Power Stone, yo. Yeah, so Gundam Versus, though. Let's talk about that. Oh, my God. Um, you will get frustrated. Especially if you go and try to play 1v1 with, like, no ranking system. You get put up against like, all these, like, high-level people and get wrecked. Um, so I tried 1v1 for, like, maybe about 15 to 20 matches before I was like, okay, let me try... Let me try actually playing against the computer for a minute to get my feet wet. I did that for like two seconds and it was boring because it was too easy. So then like, um, I guess the tournament standard is like 2v2. Okay. So, uh... There's tournaments in this shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I tried 2v2 out, but I was like hesitant because like I didn't want to be like that person fucking it up for the t- You know what I mean? So, I just want to point out that Ryusuke is always the one that's like, man, check out Gundam Versus, this game is really sick, or... Hey man, check out Freedom Wars. This game is really and sick. That shit go hard. Fuck you. I love Freedom Wars. I'm just saying, why, why, why can't you just play Monster Hunter or 
what is what is what's comparable to Gundam versus Dissidia? Is that what that's gonna be? Probably, yeah. What's the like popular game? Dissidia. Just play Tekken. <laughs> no, like, they're nothing alike. Three D fighters. <laughs> I mean, but like Tekken's. Not what like, else do you kids play? Tekken, Donkey Kong. <laughs> they're nothing alike though. It's it's not it's in a like. A land space. It's not like it's, some type it's, of. It's an arena fight. Yeah. So uh, it, it'd be closer to Xenoverse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like I, you can't play this. Literally, with like Power Stone. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. But um, so I go into two v two, and I'm actually doing like okay, like having someone to work with and like not having all the attention on you at all times and being able to like pick and choose your fights. It's pretty cool. So is there, like, is that only what you do is just these fights? These arena fights? There's no, like, story, no levels to go through, no nothing like that? I mean, there's, like, some type of, like, story mode thing, I guess, but... The important question is, can you play as hero and just kill yourself? I mean, you can be hero. I don't know if you can kill yourself. Find out if he's got, like, a self-destruct button, and then maybe I'll... Although, there is game. no Wing Zero custom, and that makes me mad. Oh, and there's a lot of suits... Hold on. There's a lot of fucking suits missing in this goddamn game, first and foremost. I go to get, you know, my God Gundam from G Gundam. Nothing from G Gundam. Nothing. Not a single fucking suit from was, G uh, Gundam. Was Liger Zero in it? And, you know what? They might as well have threw the motherfucker in there. They're throwing everything else in there. Dog, eight... Never mind, don't get me started. That's a conversation for another time. Zoids. You don't like Zoids? No, I love Zoids. <laughs> Are they real talk, like, coming back with, like, a, like, mature-ass Zoid series? I wish. No, no, I'm saying, like, I'm, like, 99% sure that that's are just going to stop. <laughs> okay, yeah. but, okay, I'll keep, you, you do that, I'll keep talking. So, yeah, so, none of, there's so many suits missing. Like, they, they there's, like, 90-plus suits, which is nice. It's a good, but I'm like, I don't want to be using all of these fucking GMs when there are real fucking suits that I could be using right now. Like, get the fuck out of here. Nobody wants to use a GM. I'm not that much of a nerd, alright? I don't... I have no idea what you're talking about. They're just generic <laughs> suits. They're just generic grunt suits. Oh, okay. And they're all in there. And I'm like, this is dumb. This is fucking dumb. And then you couldn't even put the best one in there. All I want to do is be like, use like a GM sniper. Not fucking there. Not fucking there. Have you ever seen a GM sniper? I don't even know what that, that is. That bitch is slick, okay. Kevin. It's slick. All right. You can shoot a nigga from like 30 blocks away. It's great. Goku but, can do that. And then like I use the Dynamis, right? Mm -hmm. Which, in the anime, the Dynamis can, you can, you can snipe a nigga from space. Which anime? Double O. Okay. He can snipe a nigga from goddamn outer space. Mm -hmm. There's like a fucking episode where he's just laying on the ground. And like he's just got his fucking sniper, and then he shoots down a fucking satellite. It's well, great. Goku it's shot baby great. into the moon. You have you don't understand that I have nothing to add to this conversation. <laughs> Dog, I'm really disappointed because I don't I, I don't I don't think it's actually anyway. Oh, it's, it's, it's never gonna happen. It's I'm really RIP. It's, it's a fucking smartphone game. Oh, oh that uh, hurts me on a deep. Mm. Visceral oh, wow. level. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow is the only wow. answer. <laughs> oh, I'm furious. Okay, so I'm playing 2v2 and I'm actually getting pretty good. Fuck Not like pretty good, but like I'm doing pretty good. Like I'm actually winning some matches. And if you're doing 2v2 and some nigga picks a 500 point suit, you're about to lose. 
You're either either that nigga's Jesus, and he does this like for real, or you're about to lose. So like, okay, so like you have a thousand points. You have a thousand points between you and your partner. So if you're a two hundred point Gundam and you die, you lose two hundred points. Right. Okay. So if some nigga picks a five hundred point suit and they go in there thinking, oh yeah, freedom Gundam nigga, and then they die twice, it's over. What's a what's a, what's a, like what's the difference between a two hundred point suit and a five hundred point suit? So like two hundred point suit would be like a fucking like GM suit. Like a grunt suit or something like that. So like some straight up mobile suit. Yeah, something. Yeah, some something whack as fuck. Right. And then you have like the five hundred be like shining, burning finger. No, because there's, not there's no them. Five hundred point suit would be like the Sananju, the fucking. Uh, that means nothing the, to the, me. The Sudoku. Huh? Is there any from Double O that are in there? As Exio one. Yeah, that's the one I use mainly. That's a three hundred point suit, so that's a nice sweet spot. I would use that one. Yeah, that's, that's my main. That's the only no- Gundam I know by name. Is Char in the game? Huh? It's my favorite Gundam. Char in the yeah, game? Char's in the game. What um, the fuck do you mean? He's like a staple of Gundam. I know nothing I wanna about this I want to watch Iron-Blooded Orphans <laughs> as a tandem. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and then like some nigga like, will pick fucking uh, the Barbatos and be like sucking dick. And like, why are you rushing in so much, dog? Your 400 point suit. Fall back, nigga. Whatever. They and we that. lose. Well, that's super interesting. It is. I fucking... I don't like Gundam. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> so I got teeth yanked out of my face. Yeah. That's height. Four of them yanked out of my face. Couldn't eat solid foods for two and a half days. By the, by the, the halfway point of that third day, right? I was shaking. <laughs> shaking? <laughs> yeah. I was so malnourished. That I could feel my body feeding off of the fat that I had in order Jesus. to sustain itself. Oh, man. So you were fucking miserable. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get a pizza because I've been feeling fine in the mouth. Oh, you're brave. Yeah. So I ate some pizza and I felt great. And it wasn't even that good of a pizza. Where did you this get This pizza sucked. Where's the pizza from? I, I don't I need it. It's just like a corner pizza place. I think it's Papa's. I don't Dude, know. Dude, that was so long without places. eating food, man. You would... What's up with like ready? But like, yeah, like I, I mean, I still got to be a little, uh, a little tender with it. But uh, I, I can pretty much eat solid foods now, with the exception of like hard foods like chips and shit. But uh, yeah, I could, I could, I could throw down on some pizza. Okay. Um, but again, just got to be a little, little tender, a little gentle. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've got a lot of room in my mouth now. So. Uh, yeah. Do you feel I, better? Like, do you feel like relief from what the problem was? Yeah, because, like, the thing is, um, obviously it's not quite the same now because I don't have all of my diet restored, but once it's fixed, once it's all perfect and healed up, yeah, I can eat using both sides of my face. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> I have no idea how you feel. Because for the past two months, this side, the right side of my face, the upper uh, tooth especially, that had an abscess in it. So chewing on that side was, like, a bad idea. Like, it's not like it would, like, hurt. Like, oh, fuck. But whenever I'd, like, shift something over there, I'd have to go, you know, like, just bite it a little bit just to give this side of my face a rest a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it got annoying. Like, I literally couldn't eat steak for the past two months Ooh, because it was too much chewing, you know? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to being able to eat Again and enjoy it, and you know I'm a fat guy, so I really enjoy eating. So when I when when eating is a chore to me, 
and I got to eat more just because I'm fat. And it's even more of a chore to me. <laughs> so oh, I it, hear that. It sucks dick. And I couldn't even suck for the first two days. Don't you hate dr- that? You can't drink yeah. out of a fucking straw. Can't drink out of a straw. Can't please your boyfriend. It sucks. Can't, yeah, like, <laughs> your boyfriend, man. Kevin. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You can't right. smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Which, uh, for an update for the fans, I'm going to be at... By the time that you guys hear this, I will be probably at three weeks without a cigarette. So that's good. nice. Yeah. This could be a this this could be our inter- intervention podcast now. Oh shit! Where every, every week we uh we ask for a day count of how how long you've been without tobacco. I don't really think it's gonna be necessary because I don't think I'm gonna waver at this point. But sure, I just want. I mean, it is. I want to hit one month because once I hit one month, like I feel like that's the milestone. Hey, next hit. week. Yeah. 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 Um, other than that, you playing anything? Uh, playing no, but I have been uh. Like, since, because, like, a couple weeks ago I bought uh, Dragon Quest, what was this, 8? Yeah. Um, I was like, I need to work on my RPG again. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I'm just like... Maker? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm having fun with that because I really like inner workings. Because, like, it's, it's all set up in a database. Like, I don't have to code anything, hard code anything myself. Yeah. So, like, if I want something to do something specifically that I can't do with the help of the uh, the interface. Mm-hmm. All I got to do is, like, look up a fucking script online, and they're like, yeah, you can use it, just fucking credit shit. You know, every single script is like that. So I'm like, all right, this script will do that. Just fucking slap it in there. Now my game can do this. So I'm like, okay, sweet. This changes how I can fuck with stuff now and fucking have some, you know, some shit fucking, like, do some shit. And so, like, I'm literally just doing what I like to do when it comes to making games. Because I am not a game creator. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not I'm not a grunt worker. I can't fucking code. I can't I just like having ideas and I like playing. So like play testing my own shit is fun. So that's not, that's not, yeah. that's a that's a valuable skill to have. As long as you can like design a working system and have somebody that, you know, on the yeah, other end that can code. Yeah. So the working title for this game, uh simply because you know, started from this. I'm calling it Waifu Quest. <laughs> really That's interesting. Are we all in the game? No. No, no. What the fuck? No. Okay. No, because if, if I put up... Because there's only five characters. Dude. Oh, man, that ties into the, being the topic that we're going to be talking no, about, actually. Oh, go no, ahead. Well, no, you guys finish. I just thought it was interesting. Okay. You guys can be NPCs. Because, <laughs> like, the, the five characters that I have, you got the main character, and then you got four females. That's, that's it. Three characters per battle. Awesome harem shit? Yeah. It could be. I, I, I haven't worked out any kind of story or relationships okay. yet. But, uh, you know, it's just like when, I, when I'm looking at the designs that they have, yeah. I'm like, I like this character. I like this character. None of them are guys. <laughs> it's gonna you're gonna just design the entire mechanics of the game and then be done. That that's happened the first couple of times because like every single time I've tried making an RPG and RPG maker, I would get at a certain point and then stop. But every time I've done it, it was further. I've gotten further, and the last time I did it before now, I got literally five hours worth of gameplay. And it was a huge milestone for me because obviously that was after getting the system worked out. Yeah, I had five hours of gameplay. Okay, 
that's when I stopped. So I'm like, now all I need is a final push and like a little bit of simplification, maybe a little bit more, you know, extra things to make it a little spicier. And then I could just fucking have a game, you know, that I made with pre-existing assets, but is still something that I did, you know, myself. And that's cool. So to take this and pivot it into the main topic we're going to talk about today, we want to talk about like game design concepts, game mechanics, <clears throat> game genres, styles of games, whatever you want to really like get into detail about that we feel like haven't reached their full potential or could be done better or like for whatever reason people just stop doing. So like what immediately comes to mind for me is uh the so like I I I've been talking about this for a long time because it's like in every Persona game, in the Fire Emblem games, like we were just talking about, some of my favorite aspects are the social aspects. Mm-hmm. I think that it's used in a fair amount of games, but it's just so criminally underdeveloped. Okay. I think my main my main issue is that my favorite thing in anything is just character interactions. That's why I really like the Monogatari series because 90% of that anime is just characters talking to each other. And it's great because like I, I look at certain characters interacting as if it was seeing a cool fight that you wanted to see in a shonen or like a dream match in, a, in like a wrestling ring. It's like, oh shit, these two characters never talked together before. I can't <laughs> wait to see that. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm that I, kind of guy. Saying, yeah. So, especially with Fire Emblem, because you could, well, at least with Awakening and Fates... You could pair up any two characters, it's and like they had their but own, less right? Okay. And they would have their own interactions with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and there was like you learned so much about the individual characters through those. I'm so sorry for the young <laughs> through those interactions because like they have quirks that they might only end up sharing in the interaction with a particular character. Or yeah. whatnot. So you get a lot of insights into their personalities. And like with Persona, this is one of the things that I like when I say that it's like criminally underdeveloped, this is what I mean. In Persona 5, for instance, the 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 extent of the confidant system is for characters that participate in battle for everybody really just go to them and talk to them when you're not in a dungeon go through some dialogue tree yeah literally every time mm-hmm. it's all that it is there's nothing more to it than that yeah and it's like there the payoff is stuff that affects you in your dungeons and whatnot and so like i mean it ties directly into the other gameplay designs and that's great that's fine but i want to take that idea jesus christ (laughs) ah i want to take that idea and build an entire game about it so you are your character you i don't know if i would necessarily say create an avatar or 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 not whatever you're your character and you just live in a city or wherever and you go about your day-to-day you have to get a job and like that's like that you're you could level up like the same kind of social stats as in like a Persona game, charisma and stuff like that, but it's it 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 functions differently. It's applied differently. Like your, I don't know. Like your battles could be like a date. So dating so? No, not even. But not exclusively that. I'm saying that'd be just one example of a like what would be considered the like. You know, like the battle type thing. Because like, I'm talking about like, like not a, necessarily a collection of mini games, but like you know, fucking. 
your battles instead of being random encounters with monsters is like oh you wake up and fucking go to work and then that's your battle like that's a boss or fight for you're the walking day. through the city and you bump into an asshole and you get into an argument and that's a battle yeah. okay okay you know what I'm but saying not like, like not, life is strange yeah not you're not like you're not, not like, like the not like before the storm where literally they just yell and that, yeah. see I don't want people to misunderstand <laughs> what I mean because I'm not talking earthbound not just a JRPG, you know, where it's like... I know what you're saying. There's not, like, a random encounters where you you select from a menu and attack and whatnot. Like, it's not that. It's, like, same kind of idea, but applied differently. Right. So it's a, it's, it's, it, it's a just a, a simulation JRPG in that sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's... There's so would you have, like, different, like, options of what to say and whatnot based on what your stats are? Or your skills. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked it, because, like, yeah, I like, I understand what you're saying, because, like, one of the things that always bothered me about Persona was you would develop these relationships and everything with people and, like, get closer to people, but that was never reflected in the actual game. Like, yeah. in the actual story. Right, exactly. No one knows, like, in the story, it's never acknowledged that you're already fucking dating, like, whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't change the dynamic of the group. I'm well, like, obviously... Why, why doesn't that change the I'm going to sound a little bit like a broken record here because I've been talking so much about Stardew Valley, but I yeah. imagine it in that... Designed in a way that that game is designed, and that that game, it, it, there's no the story is is more so about like you and what you do, your growth as a character. It's you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and that I imagine it would work the same kind of way in this game, because it's like I'm not that's not a game that would lend itself to a narrative like linear focus. You have to just be able to do a bunch of different kinds of things, like say for instance, if you wanted to go to school or get a, a corporate job, get a manufacturing job, mm-hmm. all different kinds of things. Like, you have all these kinds of different choices, or you can do all of it if you want to. Okay. And um, they all operate really different from, um, from each other as far as a gameplay mechanic is concerned. And it, it's like what you're able to do kind of opens up naturally. Like, you've got to go to work to get enough money to pay for school once you have enough money you can go to school kind of thing you know what I mean yeah and it's like your progression is it's a it, it, it I don't know I just I feel like it, 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 there's an audience for that type of a thing and it's because it's like I look at games like Stardew Valley and Harvest Moon and they do this for farming mm-hmm. and it's like if it can be done for farming it, it there's an audience else. for the, the like life sim type deal yeah. I, I feel like that it, and uh I don't know. I just I, like that's. I guess like that's a game. I think that I would, a lot of people would like to see made. And that I think that would be cool. A lot of ingenuity that could be done there, and like games like Undertale and stuff like that show that there's an audience for JRPGs that are that aren't traditional. Yeah. So. Tumblr Tale. I mean, that's <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> God damn it, Edge Lord story. I'm gonna play it one day before I die. Yeah, I have it, but I just I'll, haven't I'll probably it. play it on my deathbed so yeah. I can be as angry as possible. <laughs> Undertale? <laughs> yeah. What, you don't, what, so... I mean, it's one of those things where you have to kind of separate the product from the fans. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, of course. Because it's, it's like def- it's, Yeah, it's definitely, like, not bad. It's, it's, people like it for a reason. Yeah, but you better not kill anything or you're wrong. Well, yeah, that too. That's the thing that really fucking pisses me off. It's I like, mean, but you don't have to play that way either, though. Like, yeah, but, you, but, but the fan base says you do. Well, not only that, them. but it's like it's not the correct way to play. You know, it's like, oh, do you want to get the, the correct ending? Well, th- this is how you got to do it. 
Oh, I it's mean, like, let me kill shit and then go get the correct ending. You know, it's like there's yeah. multitude of ways can, to go you about You can always have an organic playthrough. Well, and that's exactly what Daniel is saying. Like, just separate it from its fan base and, and enjoy it for what it is. At yeah, that have an organic playthrough. Then if you decide you actually want the good ending, go back through and challenge yourself and get the good ending. I decide. I don't care. That's like what, like... Well, fan, fans in that way don't really, like affect me and I like I said when I, I talked about what the topic was for me it's like fans be damned here are some ideas fans be damned that would be great yeah and even if you don't like it fuck you kind of thing like I think it would be cool I think that there's an audience for it and even if that audience isn't Call of Duty size I don't care you know what I mean yeah so uh do you like what do you think as far as like underused or not necessarily like underused is not really. I just like what what are what's a, like a game designer or mechanic that you think could be done better, or something that's like criminally mishandled. I yeah. mean, I, honestly, like you know, you you were talking about making a whole game out of it, but I still think the uh, like relationship values in most RPGs, even just JRPGs, I wish had a little bit more impact on how things went. Like normally the most you get is, like, little Easter eggs, like, in Final Fantasy X, right? Like, if, if you had max relationship values with a certain girl, then that girl would be the one that tosses you the blitz ball for his final fucking overdrive. But that's it. Yeah, it doesn't really And other than anything. that, like, they'd be the one that fucking decides to get on the motorbike with you at this one scene at, like, Makalania, and, like, just a little... A bunch of little things like that, but it never really felt like it made that much of a difference. Well, and it's like, in order to do it too, it's got to, it takes a lot of conscious effort mm-hmm. for little payoff. Yeah, I agree. I, to be honest with you, I think that social uh, sim aspects are actually just like, it's something that I you might disagree, but it's something that's not used a lot, <laughs> and the times that it is used, it's not used. I also no, think it'd be cool sauce. to... It's like a chase in the dragon as far as, like, Persona shit goes. I think it'd be cool to yeah. also, like, have more games where you had more control over, like, pairings and stuff. Like, I'm not a shipper by any means, but I, like I said, I love character interaction. Mm-hmm. So, like, say, say Persona 5, right? If you had the ability to go through social links with characters completely separate from yourself. Ooh, that'd be nice. Like, fucking, yeah. like... Yes. Ryuji and An, right? Yeah, they like have yeah. control over how they interact with each yeah. other and, and like, they could end up getting together, they could end up not, just because it'd be a cool thing to see them go through, right? Yeah. I Because I feel like we got robbed by, like, understanding some of the characters in, like, P5, mm-hmm. just because, like, maybe there are certain things that, like, they didn't want to share with MC that they would share, like, with a different character. Right. Yeah, no, that's true. It's like, especially like, with, like, Anne's, it's like, I don't want to fucking hear about She-Hill, but maybe if I were to talk to her as Ryuji, we'd figure out more about, like, how Anne grew up and what it was like being, like... Yeah, because they the had a The problem with like Persona that. 5 is that it's, it's... Social links don't really work very good as standalone stories, mm-hmm. and they are, they're supposed to. I felt like 4 had better ones. And, and it's just, like, that's just really what it boils down to, is it's like you're trying to cram, like, an entire character's worth of development uh-huh. into ten scenes that aren't that interesting. It's just, it's not something that's easy to achieve. Um, another thing that I, uh, I feel like is underused, or, or maybe not underused, but poorly used, is, uh, 
combat and 2D action games, like side-scrolling action games, I feel like it's it tends to be exactly the same. It's yeah, a, I feel it, like they're... If it's a shooting game, it's a shooting game. If it's a hack and slash, it's a hack and slash, but there's, like, no variety there. I feel like, um... Excuse me. Certain game... I, I don't... Like, for, like, what 2D side-scrollers, like, as far as, like, action games, I feel like... Some games do it really well, like Hollow Knight did it pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, it has like weight to the the hitting and stuff. like yeah, that. Yeah, and you know, there's, you know, countering and all that shit. I still, like I really, I, what I'm, I want combat that has like real depth, real like. I, Dark Souls is not really necessarily the the game that I want to go to as an example because it's like. Dark Souls is really its depth is more about like timing. Yeah, and it's more so about patience. Than pattern actual, recognition, like, combat. It's not really about knowing how to like. But I feel like uh, Nidhogg is a good example of a game that does two D combat well. Mm-hmm. And because it is a two D combat simulation, basically. <laughs> yeah. but, like I would like to see that have like something that be expanded on in a game that's more detailed. Like make a Metroidvania with Nidhogg combat. Style. Yes, where your your encounters are smaller and more focused on the actual, like, depth in the combat. I mean, it's all an idea. I just think it's it's never really been, like, looked at any further than what everybody's always done. Like, and there are a lot of games that feel good, mm-hmm. but they feel good doing the same thing that everybody else is doing just a little bit It's like, how, how, many, how many different cheerleaders are you going to have sex with before you're like, all right, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. You got Tanya, you got Latoya. Uh, see, I don't know. I just feel like Derek relates to that more than I do. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, because I feel like um, in like a Souls game or something like that, like when you're fighting, I always felt like when you were fighting like uh, monsters or something like that, the combat was always kind of boring. Yes. But like then, like let's say like in Bloodborne, like you run into another hunter or something like that. And, like, you're just having, like, a one-on-one fight with that hunter. It's so much more engaging because, like, that you you know you and that hunter pretty much have, like, the same, like, type of moveset and move the same. So it's about, like, okay, how am I going to counter? What am I going to block? What am I going to... It's perfect dodging and all that shit and implement it into it. And it's... I don't know. It's just... It's, it's a lot more fun than, like, everything else you do in that game. Yeah, I don't know. I Dark Souls is not... It, Dark Souls is not deep. It's... It's, it's like it is constantly like kind of like flipping the script on you doing things you're not expecting so it's difficult in that way that's not what I mean I, I uh, challenge is not necessarily it it's, it's just, it's just like, sl- it's always just slow yeah and it's, it's I don't know it's just not fun to me I don't know I tried to get into it multiple times and it's just like I'm good I don't know I just to, to, I I like 2D games very much. Like, and when I say 2D, I don't mean like just sprite art. I mean like literally on a 2D plane. It can mm-hmm. be. It's just I feel like the way that like because realistically, gun combat on a 2D plane, there's not a whole lot you can do with that. Yeah. Really. So I'm like I'm not. I don't think that they could really reinvent the wheel there. But sword combat could be done better, and it isn't. And mm-hmm. nobody like Nidhog looked at it, but Nidhog like just did that. You know what I mean? They made no effort to try to take that and implement it into a bigger game. Yeah. 
that's where I think that it could be done. Like he said, Metroidvania with this kind of deep Honestly, combat. Honestly, as far as uh, gun combat for a 2D plane, you could even add something like a spot dodge or a, like a cover yeah, system. Yeah, that too. Like even, even in a 2D plane, like a cover system could work. Like there could be things in the background that you could press a button to duck behind and it would kind of add different elements to... Because uh, like when I think of a gun, you know, 2D fighter, 2D action game, I obviously go to Mega Man X because that's what... That's the closest thing to a gunfighter because essentially that's what it is uh, on a 2D plane that I've played. And like thinking about how you could make that better as far as just combat other than ducking and weaving and jumping around everything. Yeah, like a spot dodge or, yeah. or a cover. They use like something like that in Gunroll too. Like yeah. when you're fighting uh, against Copen or Gunroll, like there's, they have like a spot dodge type thing that you, but you can only use it so many times. And, um, yeah, projectiles that, like, cancel each other and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. For me, it's just, it's a, I, I don't understand why, because it's like we're seeing all this, like, resurgence of all these kinds of, like, old school design ideas. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing so much of it get improved, but it's like the things that matter to me the most are not looked at at all. And it's interesting to me because it's like it go. It shows you that these developers of these indie games and whatnot like valued very different stuff in games. Mm -hmm. They had to of like fundamentally. Like I mean, you look at like a game like Shovel Knight, for instance. It's two D side scrolling action game, and it's combat. Oh, wait, wait, pause, pause for the cause. Do you you have that Shovel Knight amiibo, right? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna need to see that before we leave. Okay. All right. Yoink. Um. <laughs> point is. That game didn't have, like, revolutionary combat and all mm -hmm. of the stuff that that game does, it borrowed from other games, but it, yeah. like, it was an amalgamation of a bunch of good ideas put into a better one, you know what <clears> I mean? Yeah. And it's, like, that's what I'm saying, like, really, really deep 2D combat married together with a, like, full, exp you know, explorable Metroidvania game, like, I think people would like that, I think that it's something that would be unique, something different. Mm -hmm. Um, one more I'd like to talk about. I'd like to see more use of silent stories. What do you mean, like lore? Like like where the world tells the story kind of thing? Like, uh, you ever play Rain on PS3? No. It was like a small project by Studio Japan. Was okay. that like the prequel to Heavy Rain? Huh. Shut up. David Cage is a wanker. <laughs> oh, okay. but, um, no, it was, uh, yeah, it was a smaller project by Studio Japan. It came out some years ago and um you played as this boy who was invisible mm -hmm. and he was in this world where it was always raining so the only time you could see a character was if you were in the rain okay so it was like a puzzle game more so than anything else but like there was little to no dialogue so yeah it was like the war as you were going through trying to basically trying to get back home so like a limbo type experience yeah where like the 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 story is kind of like the experience itself, like it unfolds. Or like uh, got a what uh, what was it called? Two brothers or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one too. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I agree. I think that that storytelling technique is neat because it's like it's ambiguous for one, so different people are gonna get different. It stuff relies out of a it. lot on atmosphere. Oh my god, dude! When you figure out that nigga's like dying. Okay. That was, that was... Spoiler! That game old as fuck. You haven't played Rain yet. I don't tell you. 
Is that the prequel to Blood Rain? No, there's no no titties in there. Oh. Is it the prequel to Storm? There needs to be heavy Blood what? Rain, where she's hey. just fat. On her period. It appeals to the SJW type. <laughs> <laughs> you, just play, you just play as Big Red. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> you just have permanent fish mouth. <laughs> With that being said, uh, we want to hear from you guys. Do you guys have any uh, mechanics that you might think are you know either underused or not used as well as they could be? Whatever. Or who will give us a good deal on our next oil change. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming up on that. That too. Uh, leave them in the comments. Uh, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, at WaifuCast. Go to Facebook and search WaifuCast and like us there. Uh, you're more than likely on YouTube already, but if you're not, go to YouTube and search WaifuCast and yep. we're there. You can also go to iTunes or Google Play and find our podcast there. Search WaifuCast. We got an R. We got a fucking feed. RSS feed. You can get that. Yeah, you can go to SoundCloud and SoundCloud get access to or that. Other fucking uh, podcast apps. Yeah, and you can add that there and get it that way. And uh, you can also find us at Yumicon, motherfucker, because we're gonna be there in two weeks. Yeah, WaifuCast is going to be at Yumicon, Yumicon, whatever you want to call it, in Michigan. We will be lurking around. We will more than likely be doing a live broadcast one of the days. Yeah. So you'll you'll be hearing from us there. Yeah, check uh, that out. Lord have mercy, that's going to be something else. We can't oh tell God. you too much about how it's going to go because we don't know, yeah. but it's gonna be, we're going to wing it. It's going to be a good it. weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. And with all that said, we're going to go away for a while. But while we're gone, don't forget your waifu. Never forget your waifu. Ever. <laughs>